0: So, if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea and let's dive in. Hello, hello, it's Michelle Wong here. I am so excited to introduce to you our guest for today's interview, Angela Wang, AKA Lala. And I wanted to invite you to stay through the very end, past the outro music because I decided to keep in a really cute, funny blooper that happened during our interview just to share like this is all real life and uh, have so much fun. Enjoy the interview and stay to the very end hello hello everybody welcome back to another episode of sacred emergence it's michelle wong here and today i have a lovely lovely guest that i'm so excited to introduce you to welcome lala wang of the womenly way and oh my god you are all gonna love lala her and i met through well we met through afb and through our figure six mentorship uh coaching program and lala joins us by way of sydney australia Australia's in the house. Welcome, Lala. Thank you.
1: <laughs> We're going to bring Australia so Sunshine to you today.
0: Thank you. It is cold in Seattle, which is crazy, but um, I'm just like so excited to talk to you because I love talking to you, and I cannot wait for all the listeners to get to know you and um, and just learn about you and your magic and your bubbliness, your bubbly, <laughs> <and> bubbliness. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness. Okay. So well, you are, you're incredible. So you have a full-time job in the construction world in Australia and you also have like a beautiful thriving business as a coach and you i just love seeing your work and i just love you and your energy so why don't we start with well let's see why don't we start with um the womanly way like what tell me like what inspired it
1: well actually i resisted that womanly way for a very long time i remember when i first um started my coaching training and it was back in 2015 and I've always been known as this construction chick because there's not many Asian female in construction and people just get really sort of whenever they meet me they're like what you work in construction I'm like yeah like a badass (laughs) (laughs) I'm like what's wrong with that and for me it's almost like I cannot see what other people see in me when I first started this personal development process and I've always thought I don't want to be like the stereotyping a female coach that coaches women in construction. I'm just like, no. I'm a bit of a troublemaker. I don't like to follow the rules. I'm like, I actually want to coach guys in construction. And also because in 2017, one of my colleagues actually um, committed suicide just before Christmas. Mm. And for me, it was like, that's my calling. I work in the male-dominating industry. I'm helping guys but what the universe had done for me was keep chucking female clients at me going like, no, this is your path. This is your path. This is your path. I had no male client when I was like, yep, my niche is male, but no male clients. And I was like, okay, something's wrong here. And it wasn't until earlier this year. I was like, okay, I surrender now. It's been long enough. Mm. I'm surrendering. And that was when the womanly way was born.
0: Mm, I love it. Okay, so you wanted to work with male clients, um, but the universe kept bringing women to you. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm like, what's wrong with this? That's so and I think sometimes it's just like, you know, we live in our own bubble and not really seeing the signs. It's like there was an ad, or somebody was telling me, um, there's this guy that's drowning in the universe, save me. And there's like all these helicopters and rescue helicopters coming through. And the guy just didn't see the, the helicopters. Universe, save me. Another helicopter came through. And he went onto heaven and saw God. And he's like, Well, God, why didn't you help me? God's like, What do you mean? I send you all these helicopters. He's like, Oh. <laughs> oh, that was you.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what does the womanly way, like, what does it mean for you? Like, what does it represent?
1: Well, um, for me, it's actually a way of being. Mm. For me, it's my way of being to not to completely abandon the masculine because all of us has the masculine and the feminine in us, but it's finding that balance. And the way that I look at it, it comes down to also the three pillars that I have, which is pleasure. Mm. strategy and connectedness and the strategy is that part that is about you know the masculine the logic because quite often we could be out there with our connectedness which is our connection to the divine and our pleasure which is the fun part but we don't have strategies and logic to bring our dreams into reality and for me it's like if i could tap into having fun having pleasure and if I can tap into all the wisdoms that the universe is bringing to me and then bring it through into the world, almost like I talk about it as human language. If I can bring all those knowledge, bring all those things into human form, then that's how I could live a life of having all the dreams and everything that I wanted. And quite often, you know, um, I talk about with Jana, our coach, is that dream beyond dream, the dreams mm. beyond dreams life, right? How do you bring your dreams into reality? You still need to take action. Mm-hmm. So it's finding that per- perfect balance in harmony with your masculine and feminine self. Oh my God, I've got tingles right now. <laughs> <laughs> and really just have everything that you want. And I'm a big believer in having everything that we want in our lives. Maybe not all at the same time, I've got a lot of big dreams and they may not all happen at the same time because they would just be too overwhelming. But the reason that I could have a full-time career in a senior management role and have a business is because of my connectedness, my, my joy, but also being able to action them at the same time
0: mm I love that so I'm curious like when you were first starting out with your coaching business um, what made you okay so you wanted to work with men because it likes out of the box but why not work with women like what was like the the resistance to it <laughs>
1: Because I was bullied by women when I was little. Oh, I get this. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. I think it's just like I've never been accepted by women growing up. Mm. And it's really funny you ask that question. It's only just dawned on me in the last little while. Um, the more that I learned to love myself in my womanly way, mm. the more amazing woman comes into my life. And it's almost like that's a part of me that I needed to heal. And until I could heal that part of me, the self acceptant part of me and the womanly way, I was operating in a very masculine mindset. And that's that's why I was successful in construction, right? I have a lot of that masculine in me. And even if you met me say four years ago, I was a bit scary, really.
0: Like, <laughs> like, like, do not mess with- Like, ball break
1: us. <laughs> is, is ball breaker an American term or was it an Australian term? I get it, ball breaker, totally. <laughs> yeah, and that's how I become. I was I was a bully. Like I would bully my consultants and my my trades people on site in order to get what I want.
0: Mm. And
1: I wasn't used to this way of, you know, a different way of operating. It's like I don't have to be so tough, and I don't have to put the armor on and mm. wanted to break people before they break me. Mm wow i mean i get it because like there's the whole mean
0: girls you know i mean it's real (laughs) mean girls is real and i've actually like to be really frank i've been on both sides i've been a mean girl and i've received being from a mean you know and i so i get i get it and um so i totally like i love how you had you said you have to go through your own like acceptance of self mm. and love yourself that more amazing women came into your life and like for me for the longest time I've actually never I mean I had I had one female roommate and that was because I had to have one when I was interning here when I in when one of my summers and I was an intern but when I was like when I had the choice I'd only live with guys I never had female roommates by choice because so like guys are just easier to live with <laughs> right And so it's like, when the idea of like working with women, like coaching women and stuff, like I just, I get along better with guys. Um, But now like, you know, I think with personal growth work, it's like, we are surrounded by so many amazing women. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I just, I love like just your own journey, your own process um, and the amount of healing work that you had to do and the amount of healing work I had to do Um, because I I didn't like, yeah, same thing. Like I was, I was, I was like, I don't know, bullied, but I was like, I get it. Like I was Mm -hmm. always like the one that was cast out, which is probably why I turned into a bully at some point. And then like, you know what I mean? It's like the sick cycle when we're younger. So, um, okay. Anyway. So (laughs) that is amazing. So now you're tracked to really amazing women clients. Um, And so you have so many cool programs. And even before this, this, we started connecting for this episode, you're, you were finishing day two of one of your latest programs. Talk more about it because I just love how you called, like you call in. So nificent Yes, so nificent I love it. So share more about it. And then also
1: share how you called in your man. I just love it. Oh, (laughs) okay. Um, let's start with so nificent Um. So it's actually a makeup of two words. Soul, which is soulmate, your soul, um, your soul attraction. Magnificent, because I believe every soul is magnificent. And Mm. the the idea came to me was like, well, number one, I want to create a fancy name for my course. (laughs) I don't just want to call it a soulmate something. Yeah. And then I thought about how we always want to attract our significant others or other. And how we, we look at our significant... So we never call ourselves our significant self, right? Mm. But we call our other half the significant others. Mm-hmm. So what, what, if, what if we're both magnificent and we're both significant? Because mm. I, I believe that one, a lot of people are going, oh, I'm looking for the person to complete me. So which means I'm a half, here's a half, two together becomes one. But when you're at half, you're not complete and you're waiting for the other person to complete you. But what if you're both magnificent? You're both magnificent and both significant enough to be a one. So then one plus one actually equals to three. Yeah. Because I know. I love this, right? <laughs> it's not one plus one equals to two because right. you're an individual who's full. He's an individual that's full. And when you have the two of you together, you create this... Um it's like this divine unity which is actually another life form on its own Mm. and i quite often talked about scott is an individual who's got his ambition and his goals so scott's my partner um by the way you know what i've learned when i was in new york last year so apparently on your side of the world if i say my partner it's like same sex partner but in australia like partner to us is like we're not married but we're not just boyfriend and girlfriend is you know, what? Uh,
0: I think like, I think there could be an undertone. If someone says partner, it's more vague, right? Cause it's like, some people like, okay, is it male or female? Like, you know, so sometimes I'll just say like, if I'm in a relationship, I'll say like my, mm, what do I say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I say my partner, I usually will say my boyfriend. Um, so I can see that. I can see what you mean. But I, know, I confused
1: a lot of people when I was in New York telling oh, them about my partner. I'm like, so you are, I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> I have heard people in a, like a heterosexual relationship mm. their significant other as their, par- their partner. Um, but it does bring up an ambiguity because I will wonder, is it male or female?
1: I don't assume mm. it's the
0: same sex, but I will wonder, are you, is it male or female? Like that's, yeah, whereas
1: well, in Australia? if you're not married it's a partner it doesn't matter whether it's male or female
0: gotcha or same sex yeah we can go through all of the aussie slang <laughs> i
1: know oh, <laughs> but i'm not pure aussie slang though so sometimes i still have my new zealand slang because i lived ah. there for 12 years so yeah
0: <laughs> i love it lala is like what okay is it o- ocean asia what's the
1: like probably new yeah because i was born in taiwan and I lived in New Zealand for 12 years and i lived in Australia for like 15. So. Oh my
0: God. It's like, I just I just can't wait for COVID to live. Asia Pacific. Asia maybe? Pacific. Yeah, maybe, yeah. or I, yeah. I just like, ah, Come over. I know. <laughs> I, that's the more I hear about Australia and all, and like, I'm just like, I want to go, I want to go.
1: So. <laughs> okay, so keep going that was so magnificent so essentially it's a 33 day course or challenge depends on how we're going to call it to work through how do we um to go through actually it's my my soul attraction system essentially it's a acronym um short for heal so h-e-a-l heal so h is for (laughs) heal not very conventional e is for the energetic how do you actually call in your soulmate? and i'll talk about a little bit more when I talk about how I attracted Scott um a is attraction and L is actually for living the womanly way ah, ah. <laughs> so, so yeah so the energetic is really what I love you know it's when I attracted Scott and it, yeah it is a very funny story um and I always say to my client now vision boards 100% works because <laughs> I attracted Scott on my vision board oh. um <laughs> 100% work, but just be very careful what you put on your vision board because um, I wasn't very careful. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love how, okay, you have to go. Like You have to share your story. I just love your story. So I had a specific board that was on my, or still on my iPhone. I had an iPhone back then. Um, and you know how on iPhone, you can put all your photos together into like a fo- folder and you can actually play almost like a video with background music. So that's what I did. And every morning and night, that was like my love prescription. In okay, the morning, I did not I know that, that,
0: that. I did not know that. Yeah, that's a like love prescription.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need to do that. Okay, keep going. So you pick all the photos that resembles the, the, the relationship that you want to have. Mm. Right, so I literally look at all those photos every day. Well, where I wasn't very careful was that those photos, every single guy in my photo collection with Ginger. Like red hair. (laughs) I (laughs) I wasn't very careful because I I actually before then I didn't like ginger because in Australia a lot of ginger came from I don't actually know. I'm not gonna go that I'm not gonna go that that route. (laughs) It's a bit rude. (laughs) But I never had good working relationship with ginger people. Like all the stereotypical things that people normally say about ginger. You're so and I was like, and it, ne- it will never work out. I hate ginger people, it just never <laughs> works. <laughs> so one day it dawned on me, I was like I'm looking at my video, I'm like, holy all the little words that you can use to describe when you were in shock. I was like, Fs and shivers, they're all ginger. <laughs> and i was like well it's too late this is created i'm not gonna go and look for other photos i love these photos It's just gonna have to work they're not going to be ginger and when i met scott it was i was forming a mastermind where the idea was like we'll all come together every four to six months and share our learnings through our own personal development journey and there was a money-saving way to learn more because i was like okay i spent 10 grand a year learning personal development if i get six other friends who learn different things and that's sixty thousand dollars of value for my 10 grand investment we were one person short so my one of my good friends back then she's like oh what about my friend scott i'm like i don't know your friend scott but yeah send him my way i'll do an interview on him just to see whether he's the right fit so i fooled on interviewing him and because i couldn't find anything on scott's facebook Book page. He was a very private person. I'm like, I can't find anything about this dude besides so he liked cars and he went to the Philippines for a holiday. Other than that, there's nothing I know about this guy. So I I interviewed him, and then we become really good friends. And then because we're both like cars, we went out for a drive. And one day, I, I sort of I was thinking, I'm like, actually, I kind of like this guy. And he's got like a full beard. If you go and look on his profile, it's ginger. <laughs> got, like, I love it. You're he hasn't got ginger hair. He hasn't got ginger like he's he's bald, and even when he's got hair, it's like blondish, but he's got ginger beard.
0: That's hilarious. Like your subconscious, Neo. It's like no we're gonna just uh, <laughs> pull out all the ginger because
1: oh.
0: <laughs> I love it. I
1: love that story. Be careful what you put on your vision board. It works. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's awesome. And you guys have been together for like oh, two and a half years. Yay. That's good. Yeah. So basically I, okay. So you talked about the, you, so I love how you and Scott got together. It's, I just feel like it's such a great story. Um, and I love how, so like how you work, like you, you have like your strategy, right. And you have so much fun like you're literally like i just love how you work because you also have like your spirit team you have your connection to the divine uh you're so playful you're a generator like you're just you're incredible so what's my whole point uh, <laughs> share like your process of um yeah i just feel like whenever you come up with a program like there's it's based on your personal experience but you also just you have a deeper connection to how you create your courses and so maybe like the question i'm asking is like with your connectivity to the spirit world and to the divine like what's like share that journey for yourself like how that came to be
1: um I'll talk about my process first and then I'll rewind back to how um, I get to connect with the design because, yeah, I wouldn't have imagined in five years ago, like, what? (laughs) Um, So generally, my courses come to me in the last spirit of moment and generally, it will be first thing in the morning when I wake up and I just have like this idea, be like, (gasps) i got this idea. (laughs) I love it. also call myself an idea channeler because ideas come to me and also going back to like the generator i get things done pretty quickly and if anyone has read um elizabeth gilbert's book i think it's called big magic Mm -hmm. then you know ideas like to come to people who make them happen Mm. so that's what i believe um but generally they just come to me and be like okay so if this idea is coming to me what can i do it's almost like even when my book came to me, it didn't come to me. I went to my psychic. She's like, you're writing a book. I'm like, um, how? Mm. Don't ask how. Just, just know that you're writing a book. So generally for me, it's just trusting that that's the course that I'm meant to deliver. And I would just meditate on my courses. And Solnificent came to me, actually. I was like, I'm doing course for Soulmate. What am I gonna do? And every single day, I get a little bit of snippets. And the more that I think about it, the more I live myself in that energy of the cause that I'm about to create. The more ideas came to me. Like some days, I get really stuck. I'm just like, guys, come on! And I'll I'll literally look up and go, you know, guys, come on, give me some ideas. I was driving. I was like, okay. I talk to myself a lot as well. And say, Michelle, you do too. (laughs) All the time. All the time. And driving is the time when I talk to myself and I was looking, literally talking to myself. I was like, okay, we're going to do 33 days. I'm like, how? Mm, yeah, we'll have 33 days. Okay, how much am I going to charge? Three, three, three. And mm. if someone want to work with me long-term, it's three, 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 three. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, okay, that feels right. And then the information just gradually comes to me. And generally, they don't come to me until the day before the course is about to happen.
0: Wow. I love how you just trust it.
1: I, yeah. If I don't trust it, it doesn't come. Mm. And then I, I go into this freak out mode and at the beginning I used to freak out. I'm like, I feel like I'm letting people down and, you know, but it always comes to me. And so now I just know it's never going to come to me until sometimes it's like literally the hour before the course is about to start and I'm about to open up the door. I get day one. And mm. then day two come the hour before day two. And <laughs> it
0: just happens. I love
1: that.
0: Yeah. I love that. Um, I love that process. And so yeah, because, like, when in our mastermind group, you'll talk about, oh, my God, like, I was just connecting with my spirit team, and this is the download that I get, and I'm just like, that's incredible how, like, you're just so open. Well, I've seen your human design chart, so it makes sense to me, <laughs> but, like, I'm just like, that is awesome, so I love how you work, and I love, like, how trusting you are of the process. It,
1: it's really... I think when I was little, I used to have imaginary friends and inklings, but the, the outside world sort of said to me, no, that's not possible, right? So quite often um, as ch- kids, we sort of live life based on what our parents are telling us. Mm. So I sort of, that part of me got really sort of suppressed and, and dormant I didn't believe that I was connected for a very long time. Um, my parents are both very devoted Buddhists, Mm. Um, and then meditate. Like my mom meditates daily, day and night, twice a day. Mm. I just like, I can't do that. I can't. For the longest time, when I first started my meditation journey, it was like, I still remember my first meditation, 20 seconds. Wow. St- I'm the kind of person that can't sit still based on my generator, sort of, you know, energetic. I can't sit still. I'm like, I, and I always thought I'm the person that can't sit still. I have multiple voices in my head that I thought were just like the weirdest thing. So 22nd was my first meditation that Mm. I attempted to do. And then I was just like, no, it was, I was rock bottom back then, like just separated from my ex-husband and, you know, I was going through a lot of career challenges and whatnot. So I was like, no, I need to find something. And for some reason, I just thought meditation was the thing. And from 22nd to a minute to two minutes and slowly build up that muscle really. and, I believe when you're opening yourself up to the opportunity, to the connection, opportunities will come then come to you. And Mm. it was really funny, like my grandma's probably the most connected person in our family. And it was interesting because I couldn't be there. I went home a day late. So when I went home back to Taiwan, she's already passed the day before. Mm. But it was her passing that has given me the biggest gift. It's Mm. almost as if she's passing her spiritual gift to me and it was up to me to expand it and grow it and use that to, to oh, contribute wow. back to humankind so i just got yeah. chills i know and it's for me now it's it's a calling and it's like it's given me so much more purpose for what i'm doing in this world mm. and it opened me up to like my spiritual team i wouldn't be talking about if you go back to my life even three years ago, I wouldn't be talking about my spiritual team at all. So three years ago were you well, tell me what you were like three years ago. <laughs> I had just you? started okay. I have just started my spiritual journey and it was okay. like crystals. I remember my relationship coach back then and said you need to set up a love corner. I'm like, hey, how do I do that? And there was a crystal shop. She's like, Go and get some crystals. So I went into the crystal shop and um, I went in I have no idea. I just know something pink. <laughs> <laughs> something, for pink. News. Give me something. something pink and then the shop assistant clearly saw me being very lost she's like what are you looking for i'm like mm, i just set up a love corner <laughs> <laughs> love it and she's like yep i know exactly what you need and then she just picked all those i'm like how do you even know and the funniest thing was the woo-woo thing she's like i connected to guanyin so for those oh. of you who um Buddhist or if you know anything about like Buddhist, you'll know the um, goddess Guanyin. I'm like, who? Because <laughs> I've always referred to her in Mandarin. And then, so she showed me this picture. I'm like, oh, I know her. She's been protecting my family for ages because like, you know, my grandma's got her statue, my auntie's got her statue, and my whole family mm. is devoted to her. And I'm like, Holy moly! So this thing actually maybe works. Mm. And that was the beginning. Like I, I was very doubtful, and even until last year, I was like, I don't think I'm connected. I was talking to my back spiritual coach. Um, her name's Athena Bailey. She's amazing and incredible, so gifted. And I said, I don't think I'm connected. Same way as you. She's like, What do you mean? You are connected. I'm like, No, because you see your team. You see all these beings. I can't see them. She's mm. like, "You're not meant to see them because that's not you." How do you? I'm like, I feel them. I feel the words coming. She's like, "Well, yeah, that's that's them." I'm like, you sure it's not like me imagining and talking to myself It's just all in my head? She's like, "No, that's you feel it in your gut. You feel it in your head, and you get the information. That's how you connect with them." And that's how I really learned to connect with my team and really develop that muscle. So I believe that we're all connected, which is how we develop that muscle and really find our own gift in talking to the divine. Mm, I love that.
0: That's so cool. Um, and so it's just so fascinating how, cause I, I'm like you and I met, well, pretty much When AFEs, like for when I joined AFE. So March, um, I think. Yeah, March. Yeah. And even then, like, I didn't super know you that well. It was like, I reached out to you because you were, I saw that you were in figure six and, oh, I wonder how it's going. Like, you know, because I was interested in joining. Um, And I just loved your vibe because you were like, ah, you were just so fun. You were just so fun. So um, I only know you earlier from earlier this year. And so it was actually really cool to hear how you got to where you are you know, and just, um, all the different pieces because it's just fascinating, especially as another Asian woman, you know, it's like, um, like talking about the spiritual side of things is, it's just different. I don't know. It's just different.
1: It's kind of weird. Like, uh, it's weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is weird, but I get it. <laughs> um okay so um soul neficent and then um well the womanly way so we were talking about like embodying the feminine in the masculine world right um and so and you work in construction so you're you have a lot of male colleagues um how do you navigate Like how do you use your family, like your womanly way to navigate that type of environment?
1: Um, I'll talk about how I used to navigate. And that was like before I know the womanly way, but I'm kind of tapping into the womanly way. I remember reading a book called um, Why the Good Girls Don't Get the Corner
0: Office. Oh yes, I know that one. Yeah.
1: And it talked about don't feed them. Don't feed don't feed them food. Don't feed the girls. Don't feed the guys food don't have like food in your office because a lot of girls in an office role will have like snags and things and they would like, if you come to my office you get fed oh interesting and intuitively i know that wasn't going to be how i do my business right i always feed my guys because i know the moment you feed them they love you
0: <laughs> especially because <laughs> your environment is kitchens Yes. <laughs> if I feed, like, they would just die because I don't cook.
1: But anyway, <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> so I got Nolan for this cheek that whenever you come into our site shed, not an office, but a site shed, like a container shed, mm-hmm. um, there's always a jar of chocolate brownies. That you baked? I baked them. Oh, goodness. And I, I, I think innately I just know about people and behavior and really observing how. People react, and I know I know every single one of my colleagues mm-hmm. as individuals. Mm-hmm. And so I know when they're about to have a bad day, and there's always a batch of fresh brownies ready for. Them. <laughs> ah. So that was like my very fundamental, like fundamental, but also very sort of rough understanding of the womanly way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that when I. This was 15 years ago when I first stepped into the industry. A lot of the female role models, there's few and far between to start with. But a lot of them are very masculine. It's almost like they're just like a guy, but in the, hum- but in the female body. Mm-hmm. But what I have observed was that they actually don't get a lot of good reactions from guys. Mm. And what I've learned over the years is, well, okay, so they will work during the day then they would go home and face their wife. But why would they want to deal with another person that's just like their wife, but a lot more aggressive at work. Mm. So that was my first sort of aha moment in the way that I have to work with guys have to be different. And the more different I am, the more feminine I am, the more I stand out from industry of masculine energy and that's when I started feeding them and really tapping into my feminine energy. It's just like, Hey, and it's actually a lot of girls are saying, Oh, it's so yuck. And people take it for granted. I'm like, you don't understand. That's your biggest gift. Mm-hmm. Like guys would say yes. If you ask them really nicely. And quite often before I hang out a phone call, when I have a request, I'll be like, look, I know this makes you sound weird, but I really appreciate what you're doing. and. That doesn't happen a lot in our industry. It's just like, "F, get this done, mm-hmm. or else, chop chop, hurry up." And it just, you know, when you can go into an industry that's very masculine in a slightly different approach, people get sort of they take a step back at first, going like, "What drug are you on?" <laughs> <laughs> but once they get to know me and a lot of feedback that I've been getting over the years is, "You are, a, you know." what's that phrase that they use? Um, a breath of fresh air mm. because I treat them differently. I actually treat them like human beings and guys love to be admired, right? They want to know that they're providing something for you. And I read this from um, the Queen's Code. They want to know that they're providing something to make you happy. Every single guy wanted to make a female happy and that just makes their day. So if I can somehow contribute to that and make them understand whatever they're doing, it's actually helping me out and making my day a lot better. That makes them happy. That makes me happy. That means they want to do more for me next time because they know when next time I ask for a favor and they do it, I would say, I really appreciate it. You just Mm -hmm. made my day. Mm -hmm. I love that. See,
0: that's like just really smart right there that you're like, I love, well, first of all, you read the book, like nice girls don't get the corner office and you're like, well, F that, I'm going to do it my way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yes. You trusted, your, you trusted your intuition and what was being guided, and um, I love, like, your perspective on it, because I heard someone say, like, in order to, uh, like, like with men, right, and then as women, like, you know, like, we cannot fight men with physical strength, That's, like, we, we got to do it, not fight, like, you know what I mean, but we need to, like, we need to honor who we are as women and our femininity in order to make change. And it's not by like sword with sword. Cause we're not going to win like that. Like, like we're as us women, we like, that's not our power. It really isn't. Right. So it's like it's by leaning into our femininity and what is actually our gifts um, that can start changing the paradigm. Mm. And so I love that you're like, well, I'm bringing my chocolate brownies <laughs> and I'm going to feed them. By the way, they're
1: not special chocolate brownies, they're just normal (laughs) chocolate brownies.
0: You know, when I said like chocolate brownies, I was like, like hash brown, like hash brown. No, I
1: get that all the time because people see my brownies like, what's in the brownies? I'm like, dudes, hold on a sec. They're normal brownies. It's got sugar and (laughs) And chocolate and chocolate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's really funny. That's awesome. Oh, you're such
1: a joy. Okay, well, how can people learn about you? Um, jump onto my Facebook, Lala Angela Wang. And um, yeah, you get to know me that way, really. For me, my life is about what's the simplest and what's the easiest way for me to connect with people and I'm all about connection. But I don't like complex, complicated systems and processes because I don't have the time to actually manage this and that. And I don't like to read emails. So I don't send people mail lists. So the only way to really to get to know me is just come and be a friend on my Facebook. Yay.
0: So you have your Facebook group, um, The Womanly Way. Winning The Womanly Way. Winning The Womanly Way. And then Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook. And then you're also on Instagram as well. So I'll put the links on there. No worries. Yay. Well, it was such a pleasure, Lala. Thanks for your time. And uh, I'm so like, I just love connecting with you. So I'm glad that we were able to make this happen. Thank
1: you so much. And this is like such a great way to spend my Sunday morning. It is Sunday here. (laughs) I know it's Saturday here.
0: (laughs) All right, cool. So for all you listeners, um, if this episode resonated with you, please um, share this on Instagram. You can share it in the stories or Facebook stories, tag us both, and we will share it and send so much love. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. Thanks, Lala. Join our free private Facebook group community, Sacred Emergence, to receive more connection, guidance, and support. And take part in our five-day Inner Confidence Challenge to not only boost your confidence, but to help activate your inner leadership. Details in the show notes. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. All right, all right. Thank you for staying to the very end. Here is the blue breast promised.
1: and. It's almost for me, I, did you hear the toilet flush? <laughs>
0: I'm keeping that in there. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just
1: <kidding. laughs> you're so cute. <laughs> it wasn't me. I know that. <laughs> and the next thing is like, because Scott and I would both, um, like he's got his own thing on YouTube and he's like got his own, Channels and whatnot, and so we both have these rules, we know what to do. And he just woke out just walked in front of me, and all I saw was his face. I'm like, Holy moly, what did I just do? <laughs> that is so funny. Welcome to one bedroom apartment where everything <laughs> happens in my 50 square meter home. I love it. <laughs> anyway. So